You're listening to the Group Practice Exchange Podcast, a podcast for psychotherapy group practice owners where you learn the business side of running a group practice. I'm your host, Maureen Werbach. Hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Group Practice Exchange Podcast. I'm your host, Maureen Werbach. This episode is sponsored by Therapy Notes. If you want two free months to try them out, go to therapynotes.com forward slash r forward slash the group practice exchange, or you can use the code the group practice exchange, all one word, um, when you sign up. And it'll look like you're not getting a discount. I tried it out, um, but you'll see it'll say one additional month, which is above their free month that they normally give. So for those of you that might think that it's not actually giving an extra month, it actually is. Um, so today I want to talk about um, full stop support, client care that covers the full circle of what client care means. I think a lot of us as group practice owners tend to focus on having intake people or client care coordinators, whatever you call them, and that their goal is to get clients scheduled and then move on to the next call or email, voicemail, whatever, and get them scheduled. And I want to challenge that idea um, today in the conversation that I want to have. I have a full hour training on this topic in the membership site, uh, The Exchange. So if you want to go in-depth, dive deep beyond what I typically do on my podcast, feel free to join The Exchange. You can go to my homepage and there'll be a link to get on The Exchange literally on the homepage. So thegrouppracticeexchange.com and just look at the homepage there. So I just want to dip our toes into the idea of client care in that first contact through their first appointment, making it more of a wraparound service where they're getting full support and shifting from the idea of being um, having the goal of getting a client scheduled and moving on to the next to really ensuring that their needs are being met. Um, what I found with making the shift with my administrative team and focusing more on the full health of that client or that full journey, I should say, of that client from their first contact all the way through um, right after their first appointment has made such a dramatic difference in our clients' overall uh, sense of happiness around our practice, but also in, in terms of their feeling of getting support from us. As we know, most of us look at clinician retention and may have struggles with clinicians who are lacking in uh, the retention percentage that we're looking for. And sometimes that has to do with administrative staff who are referring clients that maybe aren't their ideal clients. They don't have a good understanding of it. And so this is one of those areas where looking at the full um, kind of circle of the client's journey can really help to get a client who no-shows after their first appointment or never schedules another appointment after their first or second appointment to get them back in. Because a lot of times clients don't want to call and say, I really didn't feel comfortable with this therapist or they don't aren't a good fit for whatever reason. They kind of just ghost and then um, we'll call in another practice or find someone else or not schedule any other appointments and not look for a new therapist. And so we're really missing out on, one, an opportunity to... Um, help a client who didn't feel like that session was a good fit for them get back in and get the treatment that they need and the support they need. Um, and two, gives us the ability to make sure that they're getting what they need and rescheduling with someone who maybe is a better fit, whether that's in office or referring them out into the community. For me, it's important that 
we train all of our staff that uh, we want the client to get a good, accurate idea of what a session feels like and what the tone and the experience of therapy in our practice will look like through our admin. And so we ensure that they can really have these conversations that are open, that they're not having a goal of getting them off in five min- off the phone in five minutes or less, but really that they're spending a good amount of time listening, um, that they're um, being supportive and empathic and, and really listening and not just saying, okay, okay, sounds like this person would be a good fit. Okay, what times do you have? You know, not just trying to get them through the corral, so to speak. Um, so <clears throat> the idea of focusing beyond just the scheduling has a lot of positive implications to it. Um, you know, I mentioned a few of those already. So the way we do it, and I, I just want to go really quickly over it because I do an in-depth training on this um, with some visuals and forms and documents and spreadsheets and all that fun stuff, um, is that you want to figure out what your administrative staff should be doing in that first contact. What things should they be getting? What's the purpose of that first contact? For us, it's getting important client information like name, um, insurance, uh like the issues that they're having that they're wanting support on. But the second thing for us is that they're providing that support, that safe space, that they're giving that client the first impression of what it's going to be like to be here. And we really value, I put a high value on that specifically. And then between contexts, because we all know that a lot of times um, clients are calling after hours or they're sending an email or they're using our online scheduling system. And so we're not actually talking to them and we might have back and forth communication um, between their first contact and actually being scheduled. And so we want to figure out what is it that your goals are for those between contacts? How many contacts will you try to make before you move on and um, assume that they don't want an appointment scheduled because we all know that there's some clients who we reach out to the next day and then they don't respond. We reach out again. We reach out again. How many times do you want them to do that? And over the course of what period of time? Um, And then after that between contacts sort of phase, you have before that first appointment, what kind of things should they, should that admin be doing? Should they be sending in paperless intake forms? Should they be checking insurance benefits? Um, we, we do something, um, in addition to, let's say the clinician, uh, or the client gets scheduled with a clinician in our practice with the admin, um, and they do it over the phone or through email or whatever and say, okay, that works. We got them scheduled. We will actually send another email that is a confirmation email. That's very clear. Um, and, and it has highlights and all that fun stuff so that their eyes are drawn to certain things where we're, we thank them for reaching out. We talk about when their appointment is, with who, and which location of ours. We give any important information like door codes and all that fun stuff. And then we let them know because we have a person who checks benefits both in and out of network as a courtesy to clients. Um, we have a specific person who works 20 hours a week just checking benefits. And we let them know that this person will be emailing you before your appointment with any specific benefit details so you know exactly what your costs will be. And then we let them know if they need to cancel or reschedule um, to contact their therapist directly, and we give them their extension. That's how our how we have it. Once the client is scheduled with that clinician, we kind of we we kind of take the hat off of the um, admin and put it on the clinician's head. And if a client needs to cancel or wants to reschedule, they can just do that directly with their therapist. Then um, we talk about our cancellation policy and that we are a paperless office and we have you know, intake forms that are through intake queue. Let me give them that information. 
Um, and then after that first appointment is where, you know, most people stop right there. We, um, one, have a person that we ensure um, ha- that the clinician or that the client actually has filled out the intake form before the appointment because we know so often with these online forms that clients don't fill it out. They end up having to cut into their session time to fill it out. And um, so we have someone who ensures that it gets done beforehand and they'll reach out and say, do you need help with filling it out? Um, you know, make sure to have this filled out beforehand. Um, one of the big reasons is we have um, a mental health screening on there and our clinicians like to look at it before the first appointment as well. And then after the first appointment, we have an administrative staff who contacts every single intake after their first appointment, sometime between like a day and a week after, and um, ask them how that first appointment went. What we've seen, here's where we've seen the biggest change is that clients who um, felt really good about sessions, um, we get to find out about it. A lot of times clients won't say, I really am grateful that I found you guys. My session was so great. I'm feeling good about, you know, moving forward and working with them. I'm so excited about, you know, my future, blah, blah, blah. You typically don't get that kind of stuff. And it's really great feedback to be able to give back to the therapist. Um, you know, as, like I said, we don't all often get it. So it's nice to be able to give that positive feedback to our clinicians, but also if something went wrong and they say, you know what, I, I didn't schedule another appointment. I wasn't going to say anything, but the therapist was eating during our first session. That's a good piece of information to have to be able to talk with that therapist who might not, for whatever reason, know that that's something that her clients don't like, right? Um, and so we started off by fil- um, just having an email script, which is in my membership site if you want it. Um, and we now use a Google form because, um, like I mentioned in a previous um, podcast episode, these Google Forms, you can see the responses individually, but you can also, it also will show you graphs on like what percentage of uh, clients had a positive experience, what percentage didn't. Um, and it's just a, a nicer way to kind of get all of that data in one space. So that's what we use now. Um, and we use a sort of uh, adapted version of Scott Miller's session rating scale as part of it. Um, we just kind of adapted it and, and changed it a little bit. Um, so this is as far as I want to go for this one, uh, podcast, but I'll go come back in, in the next few episodes and talk about what it looks like visually. Um, I know a lot of group practice owners talk about CRMs, um, how to manage that flow of data during that intake process through getting scheduled. And I've, um, sort of built my own CRM in, uh, Google sheets and so I want to talk a little bit about how it looks on my end. Those of you in the membership site can get it in the document section, um, but it's, it essentially has different tabs and, and goes through a flow for our admin staff from when they get are waiting to get scheduled to when they get scheduled to getting benefit checks to that follow-up email that we send them with the form of how was your first session. All of that is in there, but for another episode. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Group Practice Exchange podcast. We'll see you next time.